0: Everybody. welcome to this week's episode of Learning the Tropes. I'm Erin. I'm Clayton. And we read a really good book this week. Or I hope you think it was a good book. No? Well, we, All right. tell, tell them about the book. So we read Dreaming of You by Lisa Claypass.
1: There were three figures engaged in a struggle. It appeared that two men were holding a third on the ground and beating him. She heard the sounds of fists pounding on flesh. Frowning uncertainly. "'Sarah clutched her reticule as she watched. "'Her heart began to pound like a rabbit's. "'It would be unwise to involve herself. "'She was here as an observer, not a participant. "'But the poor victim made such piteous groans. "'And all at once, her horrified gaze took in the flash of a knife. "'They were going to murder him. "'Hastily, Sarah fumbled in her handbag for the pistol "'she always carried on her research trips.' She had never used it on anyone before, but she had practiced target shooting in a country field to the southeast of Greenwood Corners. Drawing out the small weapon, she cocked it and hesitated. "'Here, now!' she called out, trying to make her voice strong and authoritative. "'I insist that you stop at once!' One of the men looked over at her. The other ignored her cry, raising the knife once more. They did not consider her a threat at all.' Biting her lip, Sarah raised the trembling pistol and aimed to the left of them. She couldn't kill anyone. She doubted her conscience would tolerate it, but perhaps the loud noise would frighten them. Steadying her hand, she pulled the trigger.
0: It is number two in her Gambler series. It was published in 1994. It's an old favorite of mine.
2: And it's a Regency, correct? It's a Regency romance. What What is a Regency
0: exactly? Regency is just a time period. Um, I think it's like the 1810s to like, The 50s?
2: And this is a popular time to put romance novels. This
0: is, I would say, the most popular time. Most romance novels are going to be Regency romance if they take place in England. It's also the time of, like, uh, Pride and Prejudice. So I think that's why a lot of people really love Pride and Prejudice. And so it's, like, around that time. I think it's also a time where there were a lot of, like, dukes and duchesses and all of that was something that was really going on in a way.
2: So so this is, it's... Uh, The thing about it is it's got sweeping romance and gowns Mm -hmm. and things that people really love. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to let everybody know, so they probably already know, but Erin chooses the books because she's the expert and I'm the virgin. Not Mm -hmm. so much a virgin anymore, Mm -hmm. but I'm less experienced. You are. So I'm still a little nervous, (laughs) still kind of tentatively finding my feet. Yeah. And when you recommended this book, I looked at the cover Mm -hmm. and I saw that it was – Period piece, mm-hmm. beautiful woman in a dress walking up a staircase. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the cover later, but I was immediately a little bummed, oh. because I'm not a big period piece fan. Mm-hmm. I I'm not a fan of uh, when I when I see gowns in movies like these these kind of like period movies. I I'm, I always zone out. I'm like I don't have any interest in it. So when I started reading this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be open to this. Because that's what this podcast is about. It's finding what I like, mm-hmm. opening myself to new stuff. So I started reading this book, and I immediately loved it. <laughs> I love this book.
0: Oh, I'm so happy. This is one of my absolute favorite books in the world. Yeah. I love Lisa Clay Platt so much. And if you were not into this book, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is going to be so upsetting to me. I am so Happy that you loved it and that we could just fangirl out for the yes. next hour because that's all I want to do. I didn't want to have to defend it.
2: <laughs> this, this book starts out so awesomely.
0: Well, how, why don't you give a quick synopsis what happens?
2: Okay. So the main character mm-hmm. is Sarah, Sarah Fielding, mm-hmm. who is a author mm-hmm. who lives in kind of a small town outside of uh, London, Greenwood Corners, which we hear about a lot. Yeah. She comes into the city to research her books she wrote a very famous book that everybody loves called Matilda, and there's a funny runner through the whole book where everybody thinks Matilda's real, yeah, and she's sometimes mistaken for Matilda, but mm-hmm. Matilda is fake. Matilda yeah. is a prostitute mm-hmm. who is a heroic uh, prostitute in her book. So she goes to London. She sees a guy get accosted on the street, getting beat up, and she pulls out a gun out of her purse. And shoots one of the guys. Accidentally, she was trying to scare him by shooting next to him. And she shoots him right through the throat (laughs) and saves the guy. But the guy gets his face slashed. Yeah. And the guy who gets his face slashed is Derek Craven. (laughs) One of my favorite characters to exist (laughs) anywhere ever.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
2: Now, he is like a rogue. He's a cad. He's Mm -hmm. a rapscallion. Whatever you want to call him. But he's dark, raven hair guy, very powerful, very rich, mm-hmm. but was born in the gutter
0: mm-hmm. in Claw, a drain pipe. In
2: a drain pipe. That is the thing they say he was born in a drain pipe, which is such a vivid. I could just see the little baby mm. in a little drain pipe. But that—that's the thing. The book is written so well that you—it's mm-hmm. just so visceral. Mm-hmm. She makes an agreement with him that she's writing this book about gambling taverns. and He owns one. He owns a huge one. That all these rich yeah. people go to. So he reluctantly, because she saved his life, is going to allow her to kind of watch what's going on, but from a distance. Mm -hmm. She, though, has a, I guess, someone she's betrothed to Mm -hmm. in Greenwood Corners. Like somebody she's been dating
0: a long time.
2: For a long time. Four years. And it's shit or get off the pot time. Uh Uh-huh. For, what's his, Perry, right? Mm -hmm. Perry. Perry Kingswood. I'm, I'm shaking my head right now. We can get into Perry later. Yeah. But she starts to fall for Derek.
0: Mm -hmm. We all as we all do.
2: Yeah. I mean, come on. His dangerousness, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. They kind of start to fall in love. Mm -hmm. But then there is a wrinkle. There's a few wrinkles. One of the wrinkles being Joyce, Mm -hmm. who is this crazy woman Mm -hmm. who Derek had a relationship with. And she was the one who got the guys to mutilate his face. So they weren't trying to kill him. They were trying to mutilate his face. So they scar mm-hmm. his face. She comes back up in the book a few times, which we can talk about later. But it's basically about Sarah and Derek circling around each other, mm-hmm. how he's this rogue cad. She's a powerful woman, but also very uh, virginal. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. It means a virgin romance. And they end up actually getting married mm-hmm. through a weird circumstance which we can talk about later as well mm-hmm. but that's, i mean that's basically the plot of it i'm telling you i was so into this book i can't even i was bursting to talk to you about it oh, good. but i didn't want to give away how much i liked it because i wanted to give i wanted an actual reaction
0: oh because you also texted me you're like i'm excited to talk about the book i'm like is it good is it bad and you just went started talking about something else and i was like oh boy well save it for the podcast save you it always podcast gotta keys. save it for the podcast um yeah so that was a great synopsis tell me
2: Obviously, I know why you love this book, but why do you love this
1: book?
0: Well, something that I think I've talked to you about off mic is in Romance Landia, within the Regency space, it's basically like either you are a craven girl or you're this other guy named St. Vincent. I am a craven girl. I don't. We'll read De- uh, Devil in Winter. That's his book. So we can put it back. But it is it is absurd. Because it, it's Derek Craven all day, every day. Yeah. I just love him because, I mean, the angst. I do love, I love an angsty romance. Mm-hmm. And this is so much angst. And it's so much about him being like, I'm not good enough for her. Even though he's like one of the most wealthy people in England. Yeah. And she is so sweet. And and I think she has like a sweetness that belies like a very tough core. Because she like pretty much raised herself because her parents are elderly. Mm-hmm. A woman in this time period, basically, like, Matilda's her second book. Yeah. And she's working on her third book. And they are, like, massively, massively popular to the point where she's like, I don't need anyone else's money. I have enough money. I just want to keep writing because I love writing and the way that she also like just treats everybody with the same level of like respect and kindness
2: she's very nice to the prostitutes when yeah. there's prostitutes at the 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 gambling establishment mm-hmm. that Derek has and she's very sweet to them mm-hmm. and Derek doesn't he does not touch the prostitutes that's mm-hmm. what is one of his rules but we also i mean he does break that rule mm-hmm. For a very specific reason, mm-hmm. because he falls in love with Sarah mm-hmm. and they have a misunderstanding. And she leaves and he's so heartbroken.
0: They don't have a misunderstanding. Well, she leaves because he like um, so there's one. Oh, OK, so she asks him at one point. To kiss her because she's only been kissed by her wet fish of a boyfriend, Perry, who sucks. Mm. Yeah, he sucks. And she's like, I want, like, she was already feeling like a sizzle for Derek and she was like, I want to feel like what it's like to have a man like him kiss me. Yeah. And he says no and walks away and she's like, it's because he thinks I'm plain and ugly. So she goes to Derek's best friend, this woman named Lily, because this is the second book of the series. The first book in the series is Lily and Alex, okay. which I'm sure you figured out.
2: I did figure that out. And Lily and Alex uh, are, Lily's awesome. Mm-hmm. Alex seems like a super hunk too, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he's known Derek Craven, of course, but who fun. is? But Lily is a very helpful character throughout. She's yeah. a really good friend to Derek and they've not fucked.
0: No. When you talk about the book, like, the, Derek felt like he was maybe starting to have romantic feelings for her and basically is the reason why Derek really pushed her on Alex because he didn't want to have those feelings. Yeah. And I just love also that he's this, like, tough guy and then Sarah is just, like, wandering on being really nice to everybody and he's like, oh, I can't handle
2: it. I, I'm just – well, because he, he's done things – that he's ashamed of Mm -hmm. to get where he is. Uh, He was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the
0: thing. So that's why I think he respects the prostitutes a little bit more because he was a gigolo. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how he – well, he got the money to open the gaming house because he started blackmailing women that he was having affairs with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun.
2: Yeah, stuff like that. See, and the fact that we still love him mm-hmm. even though he's such a cad. Yeah. It just speaks volumes about him mm-hmm. as a character. Yeah. Uh, but this so is – So why did you love it then? Uh, well,
0: because I think Derek is an alpha, right? Is That's Derek why, because, a true alpha? Yes. Okay. I think we had been talking about alphas and I was like, let's read the Ultimate Alpha book. Yeah. That's. I think I'm an alpha guy. You think you are an alpha guy, or you are into alpha guys?
2: No, no. I guys? think I'm into alpha guys. <laughs> let's be clear. Um, let's not fool anybody here. I'm into alpha guys. Mm-hmm. When I read, uh, I love the angst. I love, like you said, that. Oh, but I'm my past and yeah. all the things I've done, and I, I'm not worthy. That kind of stuff. I was really into. Mm-hmm. I like that he was. He was ripped in dark haired long thick hair uh the scar is cool mm-hmm. but yeah I, and i love that he had it over all these rich other rich assholes you hate rich people i who doesn't yeah until yeah. i'm rich yeah uh, once we're rich we'll be different though oh of course mm-hmm. then i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna stick up for rich people all the time but yeah. at the moment i'm with the the little people Yeah, yeah yeah firmly there so I like that he clawed his way up mm-hmm. and has that over on them where they came from rich backgrounds. So they're all kind of, you know, been rich forever. He earned it and he's got – he knows all the secrets of all these guys uh, because mm-hmm. they come in and they gamble too much and they have sex with the prostitutes. So, you know, he, I like that. And I loved the I, – I believed this was one of the first ones – that had a palpable, like, sexual tension because he's such a passionate dude, and Sarah was secretly very sexual Mm -hmm. and just needed somebody that wasn't a limp, like, fish, like Perry, (laughs) to bring that out in her. Mm -hmm. But she also had agency. Mm -hmm. She's a successful author, like you said, doesn't need anybody else's money, uh, doesn't care what people think of her
0: uh,
2: and it has compassion for people. And the way she's described in this book is that she's not super thin like the other women. She's more of a like busty, mm-hmm. like b- bigger. She got them fangs. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I, I mean was, they
0: talk about her tits a lot. Well, she
2: has a rack for days and there's a scene when they first hook up, mm-hmm. she goes to this ball that is at the the uh, gambling hall. Unbeknownst to him, Derek, she shows up. All the dudes are creaming over her and and hitting on her. And he finds out that she's there. And no, he he doesn't
0: know that it, she's Sarah.
2: But he at first okay, he so he doesn't know she's Sarah. Yeah. Everybody else thinks she's Matilda.
0: Yeah, everyone thinks she's Matilda, even though she's constantly like she's made up. Everyone's like, "You're just saying that she's in a convent."
2: Oh, that's right. Derek doesn't know it's her
0: No But he but just is t- like All of a sudden there's this woman With this like Banging body
2: mm-hmm. Super
0: hot Everyone's in love with her
2: Pulls her in the back mm-hmm. Starts They start You Make know He literally does Rip her bodice mm-hmm. This is like an actual Rip bodice situation Cause he like Takes out them things Brings them onto the city Yeah Yeah He does <laughs> And then goes to town On those things Yeah And I'm telling you That shit was hot <laughs> Like, no lie. And it wasn't even gratuitous, because the book that we read just previously was Ice Planet Barbarians. (laughs) Yes. And that was, I think, graphic, Mm -hmm. but not sexy. No. This was really sexy. Mm -hmm. Like, that scene was super sexy, and that's the moment that I Got it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the moment I got why people love these kind of books Mm -hmm. was that because that's something that you can't get from uh, a lot of other things. Like even movies, uh, there's something about your mind being there and not really seeing it, but imagining it that made it so much more sensual, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought this is a super duper sexy book. Yeah. And I think also because they are such like passionate sexual people. And I mean, that scene is amazing because he figures it out sort of like as basically he's like sucking on her nipples. And And he's he's like, like, is it her? I kind of do hope it's her, but Mm -hmm. maybe it's not her. And then he pulls off the mask and it is her. And you think he's just going to like run away, but he doesn't. And then he's like, all right, well, maybe just fuck on this couch I'm so close and then and they don't the butler comes in oh you know I liked him mm-hmm.
2: but I didn't like him there
0: no no he was great through the rest of it but mm-hmm. yeah in that moment but also it was weird that he like got to see her breasts
2: because oh, her were out.
0: No, he said that when he came in, he, like, cleared his throat, and they were in, on the settee, and then Derek basically, like, covered her oh, with okay. his body. Well, so I, I imagine that hard. he saw her tits, so don't ruin it for me. Okay. I mean, if that's something that you need, <laughs> is this why I earlier you were like, I feel like it. I need to buy all these books. Are you going to just, like, go back to it every once in a while? I thought that was
2: funny. I guess I yeah. didn't read that she covered up. I just thought that he walked right in, and she was, like, completely bare-breasted, which would have been weird for their relationship because yeah. they had a very, like – he he was very paternal to her.
0: Yeah, they had a really sweet relationship, mm-hmm. too. Um, His
2: factotum.
0: Yeah, so he was like the head butler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he ran the joint. So maybe we should talk about Joyce. So Joyce, oh, Joyce sucks, obviously. But was she too evil?
2: You mean you think she was like comically evil?
0: Yeah, because it's like I get the backstory that she had was basically, she had married this guy when she was 15 and I understand that would mess with you. This because, old fart. Yeah, because he's a pedophile. Uh-huh. And then, um, so she just would become like obsessed with these men that she dated because they talked about like she had done stuff like this before mm-hmm. and um, so after she dated Derek, she was basically like, "Well, if I slash his face, then I'll always know that I did that to him." Like, just real sadistic stuff. So I don't say I don't think that these women don't exist, but it's like, did she need to be so so evil? Well, Derek got that big dick energy. He, I mean, if anyone has BDE, it is Derek Craven, and I think she got obsessed with him as she should have. I think she was a little
2: unstable. She probably, you know, she was in a kind of. Uh, uh, abusive marriage Mm -hmm. she might have went off the deep end a little bit and I I think she has wrecked other men's lives Mm -hmm. and didn't realize why she couldn't do that to Derek Mm -hmm. he was more powerful than she was which made her crazy
0: and he just didn't because he was so emotionally closed off too. Mm-hmm. Like it was easy for him to be like, I okay, I don't want to sleep with you anymore. I'm done. Yeah, I had
2: my fun and I'm done.
0: Yeah, and I think she was used to men being like a little bit wanting to come back and come back. Because eventually what she does at the end is she kidnaps Sarah, burns the place down, goes to trap her in this medieval castle and is basically like, um, I might make you pleasure me the, the way you pleasure Derek. That was interesting. Was a bizarre line. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah, cause she's like a badass who is not afraid of violence cuz she did kill a dude. She's killed a dude in the first 10 pages. So and and then really
2: had no remorse issue about with it, it, which I'm cool with.
0: I am ha- I didn't need to see her be angsty about it. Yeah. It. She would just sort of like <laughs> remembers I was like are you going to tell your parents that you killed someone or <laughs> here? She was like I don't think it's necessary <laughs> it's for not them necessary. to know.
2: <laughs> That's cool. Sarah is so cool. <laughs> she is. Yeah, I I like her a lot too.
0: And um yeah, but so then she, basically like her the, Sarah brings her back to Her husband and her husband's like, all right, I'll just like bring her to Scotland. It'll be okay. Yeah, he's just
2: gonna imprison her in Scotland. And we're sucks.
0: I know. But how great is that scene? So then Derek thinks she's dead. So he's been running all over town, basically like losing his mind. Mm -hmm. And then she goes back and she's just standing on the steps and he comes.
2: Yeah. And he (laughs) thinks, he thinks that it's a dream that she is, he's dreaming because he, when he finds out that his tavern burnt down, the hall, the gambling hall burnt down and Sarah was in there and everybody's Mm -hmm. like, she couldn't have made it out. It started in the private bedroom. So she was burnt to a crisp.
0: I mean, they don't say it such a callous way.
2: (laughs) She's toast, baby. (laughs) Uh, So he's so wrecked because she was the only thing he ever cared about. Mm -hmm. Really, He loved her so deeply and the, he hadn't said I love you to her. Mm-hmm. And when they reconnect, that's the first thing he basically says is that I was so – I couldn't believe I never got to tell you I loved you when mm-hmm. you were alive. And now you're alive and I love you. which is like a huge, huge thing. And him showing that vulnerability – I think the reason why I like him so much as a character is because he's so strong and he's so stubborn, mm-hmm. but he can love so deeply because of those things. Right. Because that love has to be so deep to get through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like this is just the romance novel to a T, right? This is the kind of stuff that it invokes. This like, but
0: this bigger it is an, than exceptional, anything an exceptionally well written
2: Okay. Romance. I thought so. I was yeah. really impressed with the writing on this.
0: She is a master of the genre, Clay Plast. She's written over 50 books. Well, did you know that she was Miss Massachusetts, 1985? Did you do some research I did. And she
2: competed in the Miss America pageant in 1986. Mm -hmm. So she is like, has... Experience as being like a beauty queen. Mm -hmm. And then she also is like an exceptional writer. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of like Sarah. Yeah. Like a real beauty, but also very, very intelligent and a really good writer.
0: Yeah. I do like that they were pretending that nobody knew Sarah was hot at the beginning. They're like, she was wearing spectacles uh, Yeah, and, and her bonnet. White hat. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Her hat. It, 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 I mean, it's very, it's very much that yeah. take off the it glasses. It was very 1994.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh, but when Derek accidentally throws the hat in the mud, he's like, let me fix it for you. He <laughs> he's it so in the mud. Cool. He's like, it's fine. We don't like it. How about, how about the spectacles? How about that moment? When they are at the house party and she puts her hand on his chest after he's like, You gotta get out of here. Yeah. I will basically like, I can't help myself around you. Yeah. And then she finds the spectacles in his pocket that he had been carrying around for months.
2: Yeah, because he wanted a little piece of her.
0: Ugh
2: I know. Smoon. Um The the So they actually get married, and the reason they get married was so fucking Joyce. So Joyce sets up this thing where Sarah is on this weekend getaway that
0: yeah like a weekend manor house party manor
2: house party that she got invited to um because uh who's it Lily 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 invited her unbeknownst to Derek, who is also there mm-hmm. and they they kind of you know they're they're kind of like you know circling mm-hmm. around each other and stuff, and then Joyce gets Lord Granville. Mm -hmm. this fucking old scum bucket to go up to Sarah's room Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: try to take advantage of her. Rape her. Rape her. And And thank God that scene was so short. I was so happy that Derek got there as quick as he did and Mm -hmm. pulled that fucker off her and beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. I was like I was sitting up and cheering because number one. Like we talked about in Ice Planet Barbarians, neither of us are very big fans of rape in these books. No. Because it totally ruins the mood. Mm -hmm. This, they don't get graphic. He tries. He starts to. It's still skeevy because you never want your heroine to be in that situation, Uh, especially somebody like Sarah you know, Mm -hmm. who were very emotionally involved in. But Derek gets there and just fucking beats this dude's ass. And I was so excited about that.
0: Mm. In Regency, women's virtue is like literally the most important thing that they can have. And it's kind of all they have. And there is all this big uh, hullabaloo about if you are damaged goods. And so basically what would happen is any hint of scandal and then basically nobody will marry you or they'll be really jerks. So a lot of times what happens is like people are compromised in these books and then like you have to do the right thing and marry them.
2: So that's what happened because Mm -hmm. that's why Joyce had Granville go up there and try to rape her because even if he wasn't able to rape her, it would get back that maybe he did Mm -hmm. or she was half assaulted Mm -hmm. and she'd be damaged goods and then nobody would marry her. So that's when – that's when they decide – well, at first Derek – Derek makes a list (laughs) of eligible bachelors for her to marry because he Mm -hmm. doesn't, he just doesn't think he can handle it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like listing off these guys, half heartedly being like, yeah, he's got really good teeth and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> you know. It, it, he's like, like, I
0: heard him mention Shakespeare once. Like, you like yeah, writing. I, I, like, Shakespeare's like a good deal. Okay, I yeah. think you guys would
2: be great. That's <laughs> right. He mentions Shakespeare. I think he reads. You like to read, right? <laughs> so, so obviously trying to not, you know, show how mm-hmm. much he loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I don't care. I, I know that nothing happened to me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not compromised. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you don't marry somebody He's like, you know, you won't be able to publish these books. He's because, like, I'll shut down.
0: He's yeah. basically trying to blackmail her into marrying somebody Another guy. so sure that she could. Yeah, I'll shut getting down your so publisher. convoluted and she was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk over this window until you figure yourself out because I feel like this isn't going to take that long. But when
2: he says, I'll shut down your publisher, mm-hmm. she goes, I don't write for money. I write mm-hmm. for my own pleasure mm-hmm. and I'll do it even if I don't get paid. I was like, you are a fucking badass, Sarah. She is so cool.
0: Yeah. You can't hurt her.
2: No, she her inte- she has an internal integrity mm-hmm. that no one can take. And that's why when she comes back after hanging out in London and she's talking to Perry and he's such a little
0: Earlier in the book uh, when she when Derek basically is like, I'm going to forget you because I don't want to damage you, bring you into my dark world. And Mm -hmm. Sarah's like, I don't know. I think I could be really into your dark world. But he's like, no. (laughs) I I, mean, I did kill a dude. I mean, I've already murdered somebody, (laughs) so it seems like I'm kind of there. Yeah. Uh, She goes back home, and she's basically trying to recreate it with her wet fish. Ugh. Perry's the worst. And he's too obsessed with his mother. Yeah. His mother's horrible and horrible to Sarah. And Sarah's basically like, I'm just trying to – have a little passion with you Yeah and She he-
2: wants She wants to be kissed The way Derek kissed her mm-hmm. Or the way she imagines Derek would kiss her mm-hmm. And Perry will not have any of it
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I couldn't Well So you had said Originally Before we did this book That there was Like a decision to be made As a fan Between Derek and someone else
0: mm-hmm.
2: And I Didn't hear the name You actually said Who's mm-hmm. somebody that's not In this book No but I was thinking that people were either a Perry person or a Derek oh, person. No. And I was like, who would be a Perry person? No. Who are these psychos who would be into Perry? No one. Yeah, Perry sucks. No. And when they meet, they meet at some point because <gasps> she brings Derek home to meet her parents after they're gonna get married. Mm. And Perry shows up with Derek, and I was like, I hope he kicks the shit out of Perry. <laughs> I was hoping, but he there's no reason to, because Perry was was such a wimp, and he just yeah. kind of like just like slithers away, like a floppy, like a floppy fish out of water.
0: <laughs> Just back down to hang out with his mom for the yeah. rest of his life. Oh,
2: come on! I yeah. hope that's the last time I ever hear about per- Perry. It is. He's
0: Who, not in any of the other books. No, good. But Saint Vincent. So you know, you know Ivo Jenner. Mm. So Ivo Jenner's daughter is the one that Saint Vincent marries. Ivo Jenner. So everything is, is connected. Ivo Jenner is the Cockney boxer. He's And he owns the other gambling house. He owns Jenner's. Who, when the fire
2: starts at uh, Derek's, Derek's establishment, Ivo, after the whole thing's burnt down, comes to Derek and says, hey, I didn't do it. I just want <laughs> you to know I didn't do it. Because he had started a fire in the kitchen yeah. like a couple, like a and year he ago or something. called in a police
0: raid. Yeah. He's like, I know how <laughs> this looks bad for me. Yeah. He
2: said so. So Ivo was cool. The only <laughs> thing I didn't like about Ivo is that he did kind of... Uh, take Sarah on a ride, and they were gonna go to his tavern. Remember, in the middle, mm-hmm. and then his gaming th- his gaming his gaming hall. Hell. What do you call it, a gaming hell?
0: Yeah, that's the, what they're called. They're
2: called gaming hells.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. His gaming hell. So <laughs> I've been I've been calling them either taverns or halls, <laughs> but I guess they're hells. Yeah. Um. So because she, she's mad at Derek, so she's gonna go with I him. Mean, that
0: was fun, and that was also very believable. Like, cause she, Sarah would get a little bit petulant. Oh, yeah. And which, Sarah does not like to be told no. No. So she's she does trying not to, deal well with that.
2: She's trying to prove a point. But the funny thing is that Ivo just bails on her <laughs> immediately when these riders like come upon his carriage and are just like shaking it and shit. And they it collapses. Well, they take the
0: horses away, which <laughs> he's like, my horses. <laughs> yeah, And then he just leaves
2: her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is sucky. But he's a funny character. He's fun. And he's never super harmful to anybody
0: no because even him taking her was just him he was like well this is kind of funny yeah
2: yeah i know she's not gonna hook up with me but maybe this i would say anybody out there who is hasn't really read along with these books with us Mm -hmm. or is kind of trying to dip your toe into uh romance books Mm -hmm. i'd say start with this one maybe
0: is this your favorite that we've read
2: i I mean i really like the proposal yeah but that's a modern one Mm -hmm. and i think it's uh, in a different it's a little bit different. It's hard to yeah, yeah, because because th- that is that's more everyday mm-hmm. uh, kind of romance where it's modern and there's texting and there's things and I really liked that book a lot. The characters were really fun. There was it wasn't as passionate, but I did I did mm-hmm. like both of those characters and I found them both to be very sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I think um, I really like that one still. But this one, if we're talking about romance in the sense of that sweeping, mm. passionate romance that these books kind of get pegged as, this is a great book to start.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Even
2: guys, dude, dudes, bro. I'm just talking to the dudes. I'm talking to the dudes right now. Derek Craven is the shiznit. <laughs> I'm talking to dudes in 1999. <laughs> no, but he's if you if you think that these are only for women, they're not. Because Derek Craven is such a cool character. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want to be Derek Craven. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want to dress like Derek Craven you, for Halloween. Halloween <laughs> are
0: you just going to get a big slash on your face? Yeah,
2: fuck yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll dress like Derek Craven. And then Sarah is such a cool heroine mm-hmm. because she's feisty, but she's also there's also that level of, well, I am modest. I am a lady, and I will I will be passionate, but only for somebody who deserves my passion. I I loved it.
0: I think the thing with her, too, is sometimes it's hard for these writers when they write these heroines. They're like, I want to make her like feisty and I want to make her buck tradition and everything. And they even go a little bit too far or people are just like, have you heard uh, TSTL, Too Stupid to Live? Uh, no but it's like sometimes the heroines are like that where they're just like doing things just to be contrary or just being reckless for the sake of being reckless and Mm -hmm. sarah's never reckless for the sake of being reckless like she does dumb stuff but it is always in the pursuit of something bigger like you always understand why she's doing it and she's never just doing it to be mean yeah other than like she just does stuff to annoy Derek. sometimes i totally understand which is fine no you got it though yeah what did you think of the epilogue
2: well, she, they have a baby. They have a baby, and he loves this baby so much mm-hmm. that the friends are like, "You have to have more kids because he's going to spoil this baby rotten." I, I liked, I, I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I it could have ended where it ended without yeah. the epilogue. I like that he is such a great dad and really got into it. Where in that society at that time, fathers didn't really pay attention to their kids, and he's. All over that baby all the time. Oh,
0: I love how they talk about how he like brings the baby out at parties. Like, isn't this amazing? Yeah, and everyone's like, well, "We've seen a baby before," and he's like, "No, but this baby."
2: Yes, but this is my baby. Yeah. So and he she would, is special. So this baby would be all over Derek Craven's Instagram. Oh, he would. It would just be constant,
0: constant <laughs> at Derek Craven, and then it would just be <laughs> Lydia
2: Craven all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. But you do mention the epilogue, and there was something I loved. In the epilogue, and that was—I'm gonna—I'm gonna say it—the adult breastfeeding.
0: You were into he, it.
2: I was really into that. I
0: was wondering if you were gonna be grossed out. No, or I it. was
2: super into that. Wow. Yeah, that was—I was into it.
0: Well, because the thing was, was she was like a little bit shy about her body after Mm -hmm. she had had the baby and she was like, I don't know if he's still going to be interested in me, which is like, it's Derek Craven. He has a boner for you 24-7. Yes. Yeah, come on.
2: And he's been very patient. He's very patient after the baby. But the funny thing, the way they say in the epilogue is like, he's patient, but he's also very angry (laughs) that he can't have sex with you. And, you know, she's recovering. And yeah, like you said, she has a little bit of, you know. uh,
0: It seems more that because they say like the doctor had cleared them a while ago saying like, you guys can have sex again. And the baby did seem old enough that like she could. And then. He she was sucked. like, my body isn't the same. And so, basically, he's like, no, we're fucking. We're, we're fucking. Fucking. And I'm getting a, a little, I'm yeah. Getting a little taste. Yeah, and he addresses her, and he's like, I love your tits so much. Yeah. And then he straight up sucks them, and some milk comes out, and she's all embarrassed. He's like, I'm into it.
2: I'm into it. Well, you know what, Derek? So am I.
0: <laughs> so we didn't do Judge a Cover, but what did you think of the cover? Well, because I, I um, kind of did it at
2: the beginning. Uh, the cover, I... Th- i mean I, it does represent what it was but for me I, I i had that initial reaction of i was gonna be bored yeah I, I think the cover we saw like i said was her just walking upstairs
0: in the red dress
2: i think you should have her and derek on the cover and i know there's yeah. older versions of it that have uh like if you open it up like the there's step back yeah so is that what that's called mm-hmm. you see them embracing and i think I feel How like How do you know that? Because I did my research. I
0: mean, I I wanna see that.
2: Well, Google Google image search dreaming of you.
0: Okay, well. Because my thing with this was like I obviously I've read this book a ton. And I read this
2: So have you read it a couple times?
0: Yeah. Oh. Of course, I love it. It's my favorite. Okay. This is where I go back when I'm like, you know what? I just wanna be feel safe mm-hmm. and I just wanna read and I don't wanna have to like, I just it's yeah, I always come back to this one, but I always but it's like how you see a movie on TBS and you're like, I'm just going to start from here. Like, I'll just start from like a random page and read through like I won't start at the beginning. So
2: this is like for me, it that's White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. Basically. So I'd watch that at any point, anytime
0: Yeah, I would start this any time anywhere you open this book for me. I'm reading. <laughs> but I wish that it had been the blue velvet dress that they talk about so much.
2: Oh, on the cover. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I was like, I want to see this dress because it sounded amazing. This iconic dress. Yeah. And we didn't get to see it. It was a red dress. I do. I'm putting out the call again. If anybody knows how romance novel covers are made or anyone who does it, we want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. We want to visit. I got – I have questions. But, yeah. So that's my only note on the cover. But I do think it's a beautiful cover. Clay Plass had all of her covers from the 90s where basically were all pretty standard where it would be a big title – and then like a landscape and then her name, mm-hmm. which I didn't love. And I feel like all of her reissues, they're like the most beautiful covers. Yeah. I need to go back to the Rip Bodice. I need to buy them all hardcover and just surround myself with them.
2: So we're going to do the Goodreads list. But Goodreads. first, I mean, I think this is a no brainer. Mm. What do we do, Derek?
0: Yes. I mean. A thousand no, times yes. yes.
2: There's no question. <laughs> what do we do, Sarah? Yes. A thousand times yes. yes. Of course. Yeah. Both of them at the same time, separately.
0: Yeah. Whatever they want. Any way they want it, we're in. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that was on my my little schedule. Of course it was. We got to
2: know if we do them or not.
0: Oh, and I also had a category in Alpha at Last, Derek. I mean.
2: This is what I've been waiting for. Yes. Yes. I need that strong. I I think in these books, I'm not going to be as invested if the man is not a strong alpha but that doesn't mean that he's a brute because he is sensitive
0: mm-hmm. he's
2: just very stubborn and he gets what he wants
0: i think that's alphas though i think mm-hmm. that like that's why you read a book with an alpha because you want to watch him crack and watching Dare crack was so delicious but
2: he just cracks for her mm-hmm. nobody else no. him and the daughter of course his little, mean, his little baby
0: yeah but now i know i'm so Ugh, I'm just so happy that you like this book. I'm so happy that I can continue to bring Regencies because that's mostly what I read. Mm-hmm. I would say that's 99% of what I read are Regencies or historicals. My very first romance novel I ever read was Suddenly You by Lisa Claypass, which ha- is uh, a st- stands out as being one of the only Regencies with an anal scene. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's like a hint of anal. <laughs>
2: is that a trope a hint of anal
0: um let's go down the goodreads list yeah this is gonna be fun all right first this is on everybody's list so there was like seven pages of lists so i just picked the top ones but if there's a list this is on it it's gotta be all right best historical romances where the quiet unusual girl gets the guy that's very long title for a list yeah but i agree yes 100 percent. of course she was great but was she quiet she. Uh, she wasn't quiet, but she was unusual. Mm-hmm. In the words of Cindy Lauper, um, <laughs> she's so unusual. She's so unusual. All right. Uh, best rogue rake romance books. I yes. Mean, yes. Yeah. I love a rake. And a I rogue. love a
2: rogue. I love a cat. I love a rapscallion. Whatever you want to call him.
0: <laughs> compromised with an exclamation point. Histor in parentheses historical romance. She got compromised. She did. That was such a great scene. All the entire house party scene. That could have mm-hmm. been 500 pages. I would have read every bit yeah. of it. I really loved it. Uh, my favorite historical romance. Yes. I can't imagine. Yes. Bad Boys Meet the Virgins.
2: Yeah. Because she is a virgin. Yeah. 25-year-old. Again, that seems like an age that a lot of the virgins in these uh, books are. Right.
0: Um, Which is fine. But she's from the country where I think they also got married a little earlier. Yeah. Like, she's feeling it where she's like, I want to get laid because then also when she came comes home she's like, "Just fuck me on this hay bale, Perry." And yeah. he's like, "No, why? What do you like this?" He got so <laughs> yeah, mad at her.
2: He's like, "What's wrong with you?"
0: Yeah. And then she's she a broke woman it off. with
2: needs. Yes. Yeah, and she broke it off, which was cool.
0: Yeah, she was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore." All right. Pl- next, plain Jane and hot stud romance novel.
2: She's not a plain Jane, Mm-mm. so I disagree. Yeah. He is a hot stud. She's no plain Jane. No. No. remove that immediately remove that (laughs) book immediately from that list whoever you are
0: fresh scent of pining hero i mean just the title of that list was fantastic and also yes he did pine yeah i mean it's just so great in these books whenever you have the hero that's just like losing himself over a woman uh historical romance hero the ultimate alpha male yes yeah Mm -hmm. character you most want to sleep with yes (laughs) for both (laughs) he's been the one yeah Derek is Craven an- is my number one that I would want to sleep with of mm-hmm. everyone we've spoken about so far, for sure. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. of course. Not Vectol. <laughs> what about the uh, nub?
0: Wait, I guess on the Vectol test, this is <laughs>
2: well, the above Vectal, the Vectol. I think the Vectol test, wasn't that just for aliens? Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh, of course. I mean, he kicks Vectol's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I like thinking- to see Derek Craven on the fucking ice planet.
0: Oh, He'd be ruling that ice planet. He'd be he'd, in twenty minutes. He'd make a fucking uh, a gambling hell where they'd yeah. all be <laughs> like
2: gambling. He would know everyone's secrets. He would. Yeah. Oh, he's just a world conqueror.
0: He is uh, historical romance featuring blue stocking scholars and independent misses. You know, what blue stocking is no. I, it's what I don't know what the providence of it is, but it is basically somebody who follows like uh, Mary Wollstonecraft, like uh, like an independent feminist woman. That's what they used to call feminist. Okay. I agree. Historical romance, beauty in the beast theme.
2: I can see him as a beast, mm-hmm. uh, beastly figure. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Like she changes him a little bit and he's like angry at first. He's, you know, animalistic.
0: I think it's a bit of a stretch. So this was like he pushes her away. He doesn't try to keep her. I think there are better retellings of Beauty and the Beast.
2: Oh, so they're going by the actual story of Beauty and the Beast, not that yeah. he's, like, beastly.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe he's a little beastly. Well, then I,
2: I – if it's going by that template that you said, mm-hmm. then I disagree.
0: Yeah. Best romances to make you feel good on a bad day. Yes. Yes. You'll read this again, I'm sure.
2: I I will definitely do what you said mm-hmm. and go back to chapters and read parts of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's great. As, if you're in a bubble bath and you're like, I just want something, just sink into it.
2: Speaking of which – Second in a row mm-hmm. that I read in the bath. No, not second in a row because I didn't read uh, a ice planet Planned barbarians Bar- in the bath
0: in an ice bath. <laughs> yeah, I was in an ice <laughs> bath.
2: Yeah, I really had to get my core temperature low to really mm-hmm.
0: get, to get your key. Get, yeah,
2: key. <laughs> get my quee. My quee was throbbing.
0: <laughs> Regency romance must reads. Yes, yes, obviously, best tortured heroes in fiction. Of course, yes. yes. All right, this, so should we, be,
2: this should be taught in schools.
0: It should be. I think we should get the Scarlet Letter out of here and Dreaming of You in here.
2: Yes. Come or on. Or at
0: least, you know what the worst one is? Huh. This is, this is a little sidetrack, but uh, Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. Uh, come on. Move on. We d- Hemingway. H- Hemingway. C- take him out. Mm-hmm. Lisa's in. Yeah. Lisa should be taught in school. <laughs> she should be. I mean, plotting, character, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Sex. Yes. This will get the teenagers interested. Of
2: course. They'll put their kin- their their, uh, their iPads down and their yeah. Nintendo uh, Wii's. I don't know what they have. Flips. What are they called? Flips? No. What is their Nintendo? The ones that are the... Not Game Boy. It's the new one. I don't care. Whatever these kids are... Put it down. Whatever it yeah. is, put it down and pick this up. Yes, yeah, 100%. Get educated.
0: So did you put a, together a list of tropes? Yes, I did. All right.
2: So, Historical. <laughs> Mm -hmm. regency Mm -hmm. obviously alpha male yeah uh strong Mm heroin now would this be like a forced union or no because they do have to get married because of her uh like to to kind of save her reputation Mm -hmm. but would that work or no it's not really forced because they're not forced together. But I think because
0: also normally with that trope, you'd want two people who don't want to get married, ending up married, and then you watch them be married. So eh, maybe. OK, but so we'll say no. Virgin. Mm-hmm. He's a cad. Mm-hmm. He's a rogue. Mm-hmm.
2: He's a rake.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's
2: all those things. Yeah. Those are all tropes. Uh,
0: now, would that be one trope? Yeah. Okay. I think mean, they are all like the same kind of person.
2: Scoundrel. He's also a scoundrel.
0: <laughs> Which is the name of her book that she writes about him
2: what there's a book about him have you read it
0: well no it, because sarah reads it oh it. sarah writes right so her third right. book is called it's the scoundrel.
2: scoundrel i got so excited that there was a Derek craven like spinoff book <laughs> should we call for lisa Claypass to write that book yes and give it to us well number one we would love to interview her if that any way possible that
0: would be by
2: phone whatever we i would love to talk to her yeah uh, pick her brain cause she is one of the giants. She's amazing. Um, so we'll see if we can do that. Yeah. If and this we, isn't the last book of hers we're going to read. So at some point I would love to talk to her. Yeah. Adult breastfeeding.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think this is your trope. Is, is that a big thing? No, I don't. Am I sick?
2: <laughs> no. No, but I'm, th- that's not like a trope. Um, no. That hasn't happened in any of the other books that you've read.
0: Not really? that I can think of right now. I'm okay. sure it has, has happened in other books. I can't think of it.
2: Can you think of any other ones that I missed, like big ones?
0: Oh, here's my list. Cool. Uh, Wrong Side of the Tracks, mm-hmm. Gentle Giants, Scarred Heroes, Angst, Heroin Thought Dead.
2: Oh, good one. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Author Heroin. Okay. A Regency Without Dukes. Most of these Regencies are all about Dukes. Okay. Everyone else we're going to read is probably going to have Dukes. Scarred hero, plain heroine, compromised heroine. Ooh, she's not plain, though. No. I know, but the people react to her as if she's plain. I mean, not really, for the uh, first, uh, like, 30 pages. That's true. And then once she shows up in that blue velvet dress. Mm. I knew she was a hottie, not a naughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, house party compromise, meddling friends. Uh, hero doesn't think he's good enough for the heroine. Okay. Those are mine.
2: Nice. So very tropey.
0: Yes, but this is why we love tropes. They're done so well. Like, Mm -hmm. when a trope is done well, there's nothing better. Exactly. What you don't like is when the trope feels forced. Do we leave anything out? I feel like we just gushed the whole time. But it's so good. I mean, there's really nothing I could have said that I disliked about it. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, I I just really loved it. Um, But being my first Regency, I mean, if I read a lot of Regencies and it's, it's always hitting the same notes, maybe. But... This was such a great introduction to this kind of book, especially one that I originally thought it was going to be so bored by. No, I was not looking forward to this. And now Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, this has been sitting (laughs) This has been sitting on a shelf somewhere Mm -hmm. without me knowing. Yeah. And I could have known about Derek Craven years ago.
0: (laughs) For like over 20 years, (laughs) you could have spent your life with Derek Craven. You know, I I mean, it's it's a little
2: sad. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a little bittersweet, but I'm glad that I, uh, I know him now. Yeah.
0: Well, I love also because what Lisa does that is so great is she is really great at doing um, series. So she has like two or three series that are only like four books. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking it could be fun. If we do, if we read every book in a series in order, that'd be how they build on each other and stuff. Maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks though, not right now. Yeah. But um, we got to hit a lot of the different things first. And we're going to do a thriller next. We're doing shifters. Oh, I I can't wait for shifters. Yeah. I'm excited for the shifter. The shifter is a holiday shifter. Mm.
2: I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to learn.
0: It's like a Christmas themed shifter.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So So it's not like
2: a pumpkin that turns into a snowman.
0: (laughs) I don't want to say anything.
2: a a pumpkin that then turns into a turkey and (laughs) Mm -hmm. then turns into a snowman. Yeah, shifter for all seasons.
0: I think, do you want to pitch that? Did I write a book? I think you just wrote a book. All right, let's do that. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. This was a fun one. Yeah. Definitely, if you're Lisa Kleeblass, reach out to us. And you know how you can reach out to us through email, learning the tropes podcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at learning tropes and our Instagram is at learning the tropes. Follow us there. And guys, send me merch. (laughs) okay? Like any kind of merch.
2: (laughs) Like I said, totes, Mm -hmm. luggage tags, beer Mm -hmm. koozies, things like that. Also, I've I've been trying to start like a beauty regimen. So if anybody has any facial creams, anything that, you know, hair masks, which is a thing I just learned about from Aaron. What
0: are your problem areas? What are you trying to solve? Dry.
2: I think I have some dry skin, Mm -hmm. something like that. Anything that's like um, uh, gentle on the face, but moisturizing. Mm It doesn't block my pores. Mm -hmm. Things like that. I mean, any kind of... Uh, Body brushes that are really good exfoliators. You need a body brush. Yeah. Salt baths, anything like that. Uh, I was going to say bath salts, but that sounds like I just want to get high and and eat someone's face. No. Which, if you want to send me bath salts, I don't think it's pretty – I don't think it's legal to do it, but – you can send that to a P.O. box, though, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't really track that. But anything like that, yeah, because I want to look respectable for when we meet our public, when, you know, when I we're going to be meeting our public at some point. And I got to I, – the thing is is I'm reading these books and I'm feeling bad about myself physically because no. – How? I, I, well, because I want to I, I look like some of these guys. Mm. I feel like I'm just le- – I would let the public down. Mm. So I really got to start getting the – Getting the hair looking nice, getting the face looking nice, getting kind of swole.
0: Yeah, because we're going to, we might be, yeah, we're going to try to... Uh, get out to the public yeah. sometime this summer. We're not so going to we'll say see. anything now, but no. but
2: hopefully you guys will see. And I want to look my best for you. That's yeah. It's about you. It's not about so me. So you were
0: going to cosplay as Vectal. Now are you going to cosplay as Derek?
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, Vectel's out. I got to no. be Derek. I might switch every episode <laughs> as to what I'm going to cosplay. <laughs> but Derek, I think it's going to be hard to
0: beat him. On our Insta, we'll always have what we're reading next. So you can always read along with us. We'll try to give you as much time as possible. Uh, and then next week we have one coming up that's going to be a lot of fun. We have Solace Island by Meg Tilly.
2: Oscar nominated actress Meg Tilly. Mm-hmm. Nominated or winning? Nominated.
0: L- let's give her the win.
2: Nominated. Oh, no, no, she's nominated. nominated. Okay. We got to get this right. It's an
0: honor to be nominated. Oh,
2: that's the, as one she of the would know. That's one of the highest honors. Mm-hmm. So, very excited about that episode.
0: Yes. So that's next week. Pick that up. It's a new one. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.